In this episode, Artificial Intelligence. From the heart of paradise, this is uh, PVP. My name is Matt. I almost screwed that up. That's okay. I'm Sarah. Yeah, it's been a minute since we have recorded. Uh, the first episode of this semester was pre-recorded before the winter break, um, so we're a little bit rusty, but bear with us. We have a, a cool episode today. Uh, Kara's joining us in the studio as well. You had an opportunity to go out to one of the high schools this week. Yes, I did. And it was an awesome opportunity. I'm so excited for you guys to hear it. So this episode we've dedicated completely to artificial intelligence, which is a really cool topic. Uh, But before we jump into that, let's uh, go through the ads. College and Career 101 is just around the corner. Get the information you need by attending this virtual event on January 24th. It takes place from 6 to 7 p.m. More information can be found at pvschools.net or the show notes for this episode. Are you or someone you know interested in enrolling their kindergartner in PV schools? Our elementary schools are hosting kindergarten roundup events this month and next month. Be sure to check out the school's website for more information. Want more information about the school closure and boundary review recommendations or committee? Visit pvschools.net forward slash school closure or pvschools.net forward slash boundary review to see the recommendation at a glance and to learn more information about regional forums and the January 23rd public hearing of the PV Schools Governing Board. Are you excited to start your little one's journey of excellence but need more information about preschool? Check out Preschool Universe's virtual event on January 25th at 6 p.m. For more information, please visit pvschools.net's newsroom. So, Matt, I'm really excited with our first guest today, and um, this is Jennifer Young. She works here at the district. She's a curriculum specialist, but she knows everything about AI. She's quite the guru. So we're going to interview her today. Hi, Jennifer. Welcome. Or do you like to go by Jen? What do you prefer? Uh, Usually Jen. Jen? Okay. Uh, So obviously AI is big in everything in the world, but specifically we're talking about education and it's big in education too. I mean, it's finding its way into every corner of every aspect of technology. Tell us a little bit more about AI and education. Sure. Um, Well, I am, as you guys mentioned, I'm the ELA curriculum specialist and how I first got introduced to AI was back in November of 2022. Chat GPT came on the scene. None of us were really expecting it. Um, And at first, English teachers uh, were feeling a little panicked because it definitely was a disruptor to education right at first. Um, It came out right before final exam time, and uh, students were using it to write their writing finals for them. So got lots of emails from English teachers asking me, what are we going to do about this? Well, yeah, and I know that, you know, AI has been around for a long time, but really specifically this generative AI that allows people to create new content. And, um, you know, I know that we are trying to introduce it a little bit to students. We don't want them using it, but we have to embrace it to some extent. So talk to us about how are teachers using it in the district? I know students are not really using it yet, but kind of talk about how we need to incorporate it because it's... It's coming whether we like it or not, and we have to get used to using this. Exactly, yeah. Teachers have definitely come around to the idea of using AI to work smarter, not harder. Um, They're using it to take some of the work off their plates. They can use AI to create lesson plans. They can 
create book lists for students. They're using it to write letters or professional emails. Um, you know, the, the opportunities for using AI are pretty endless. And so teachers are more embracing using it and learning more about it, I think, before they're ready to start using it with students. Well, I know when I was teaching, lesson plans are pretty tedious. They're, they're not easy. They're very time consuming. To, so to have something where you can create it quickly, that's pretty nice. Yeah. And I think when you and I spoke previously, it also sounds like let's say a teacher needs a sample essay to show kids for editing purposes or what not to do. They can generate something pretty quickly so they don't have to think and type out the essay themselves. That's kind of nice also. Absolutely. I mean, when I was a teacher, I would either have to dig through essays that teacher or students had written in the past, and then you always worry because they, you can't have their names associated with it. Or I would sit there and write essays on my own to share with students. Teachers can now put a prompt into AI and within five seconds have an entire essay for students to look at. It could be used as a model. They could critique it. They could revise it. Um, lots of opportunities there as well. So with AI in education, it's it's really about how you're looking at it, right? It's not a tool that teaches the class, but it is a tool that could supplement the expertise of the teacher in the classroom, kind of taking time to spend teaching, not creating the lessons, right? Or, or, the, or the, the work pieces that support the lessons. Yeah, absolutely. Um, AI, a lot of teachers like to call it a thought partner because they can, um, you know, even when they generate a lesson plan from AI, they're probably not going to use it exactly as is, but it gives them lots of great ideas that they can incorporate into their lessons. It can break down standards for teachers. Um, there's lots of things that it, it can do to take some of the work off their plate so it frees them up to have more time to spend with students and, um, you know, use their own creativity. So I know that, you know, again, you work in the curriculum department and you guys have created an AI resource document that's available to all of the schools, all of the teachers. It kind of allows them to know what can be used in the classroom, what couldn't be used in the classroom. Some examples, Canva, Grammarly, Coolbot. I know there's a couple. Um, so what can teachers do to ensure that these tools are being used effectively and appropriately, whether they're using it or let's say a student turns in an essay and they want to make sure that it's the student's work? Yeah, well, first and foremost, um, our, our IT department has approved specific uh, AI tools. And so we're kind of starting with those. And then I'm sure that it will continue to uh, branch out as we learn more about it. Just talking to students about AI, teaching them about acceptable use guidelines if they are, you know, if we get to the point of students using it, talking to them about plagiarism. Um, you can actually cite AI. So again, if we get to the point of using it, teaching kids how to cite it so that we're giving credit to the source. I think just having discussions about it is the most important thing. And it's those discussions, not just with the curriculum department, but professional development department in PV schools is helping out as well as far as providing training for teachers, right? They are, yeah. Our IT department has some wonderful um, technology integration facilitators that are offering training. Uh, they've been offering it all throughout the year for teachers. So AI can also be a bit of fun. I don't know if anyone's tested out ChatGPT asking it to tell you jokes or things like that. Um what fun can uh, can we have here on the podcast with AI? Do you have any fun facts about AI? I do. I, I actually asked, I, I'm a fan of Google Bard, and I actually asked Bard for a joke to tell on the podcast, and 
it came up with the most awful jokes. So. I hope you have them. I can't. I don't. Wait. I don't. I don't have a joke. Well, well, I, I do have to ask. Will these be worse than Matt's dad jokes that he tells? They might I, be. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, Matt. They I, might be. No. So instead of a joke, I have some um, kind of fun facts. I, I think this one is actually just pretty amazing. Uh, Chat GPT's growth in its first month was truly phenomenal. They set records for how many people um, used Chat GPT. Within five days, it had 1 million users, and within two months, it had 100 million users. So this translate to, translates to 9,900% user growth in just 60 days, um, more than any other um, app. Even it beat out TikTok, it beat out Instagram. Um, so I thought that was a pretty amazing fact. A fun fact about Bard is that it was its name was chosen as a nod to the great William Shakespeare, um, who's known for his masterful command of language and storytelling. So just like the bards of old, this is what Bard said, just like the bards of old, I aim to entertain and inform through the power of words. It's pretty cool. Yeah, I, I, I can't get past, though. There's this split where AI is a little bit creepy. And then it's also incredibly helpful. So anybody that I ever meet that knows anything about AI, AI, I always have to ask, is AI the end of the world or is AI the tool that helps us uh, through the next decade? It's a good question. What are, what are your thoughts? Well, I can definitely see both sides just like you, Matt, but I'm kind of an advocate. I like to use AI as a thought partner as well. So I'm going to go with your uh, your second yeah. I, yeah, I, I mean, I'm really glad to see that uh, the district is embracing AI. It is certainly, whether we like it or not, it doesn't matter what we think about AI, it is going to be part of technology and the future. It already has become uh, part of technology, and it's it's great to see that we're kind of on that cutting edge of embracing it here in education. Yeah, I agree. I, I agree, and I love that we're starting to introduce it to kids and teaching them the safety of using it and how to use it, and we're not going to withhold it from them. I think it's smart that we're introducing it to them at this young of an age. Pretty yeah, smart. I agree. I think AI has tr tremendous potential, um, but teaching di digital citizenship and uh, how to use the learning tools appropriately to students is, it definitely needs to be our top priority and we're working on that. Yeah, well, thank you very much for coming into the podcast studio and talking to us today, Jen. Uh, and then thank you for everything that you and the team of people around the district who are working on AI and standards and how to teach with AI uh, in a responsible way. Uh, thanks to all of them. Thank you for having me. Yes, thank you for joining us today. Uh, Matt, so up next, we're still on the AI track. We had the opportunity to go out to North Ranch Elementary School and do a fun kind of game with the kids there about AI. This is PV Beat on the Street, and I'm Sarah. I'm out here at North Ranch Elementary with my favorite first graders, and today we're here to talk to them about artificial intelligence, or AI. A few of these kids know what AI stands for. Some of them don't. But our podcast this week is all geared toward AI, artificial intelligence. But we want to talk to these students about how we can utilize it in pretty cool ways. We're going to play a fun game where they generate a photo by telling me about it, and we're going to get that photo printed for them, and we're going to send it to them so they can display it in their classroom at home. Okay, so first with us today, we have a very special student. Hi, what's your name? Ethan. Ethan, what grade are you in? First grade. Okay, Ethan, I'm going to ask you, if what is your favorite animal? Zebra. I love zebras. If you could have a zebra, any color, what color would it be? 
Red. Just red or red with stripes? What else? What else? Red and white? Red and black? What else? Red and white. Okay, a zebra that's red and white. If you could teach this zebra to do anything, what would you teach it? To fight crime. Like a police officer? Yeah. Okay, so a red and white zebra that fights crime like a police officer. Okay, we're going to try to make that for you, and we'll get that sent to you. Ethan, I have another question. One last one. What would you name this really cool crime-fighting zebra? Um, crime fighter. I love it. Okay. Ethan, thank you. You can come sit right over here by me. Come on, scoot on down. Hi, what's your name? Tarun. Tarun, okay. What is your favorite animal? Black panther. He knew that right away. I'm pretty impressed. If you could have a black panther that's no longer black, we would have a different color. What color would you make it? Into blue and white. You would give it two colors? Yeah. Okay, so if you could teach this panther to do anything, what would it be? To jump over the wall and play soccer. Do you play soccer? Yeah, sometimes. I love soccer. Okay, so we're going to try to create a blue and white panther that can jump over a wall. It's going to be a tough one. This is a big order. And play soccer. Mm-hmm. Okay, same question. What would you name this panther? Uh, Raxty. Raxty. I like that name. Okay, we're going to try to do that for you. Come sit right over here. Thank you. Hi, what's your name? Harrison. Harrison, what is your favorite animal? Lion. I love lions. Okay, if you could have a lion any color, what would it be? Blue. Blue's a pretty popular color, I'm finding. A blue lion. What would you teach the lion to do? Play basketball. Okay, so a blue lion playing basketball. What would you name your lion? Packer. Packer. Okay, that's a good name. And look at look at this blue coat he's wearing today. Very handsome. So your lion, who's blue, could borrow your blue coat. Being camouflage. I love it. Okay, thank you. Come sit over here. Hi, what's your name? Corinne. Corinne. Okay. What is your favorite animal? Fish. Fish? Any type of fish? Um, beta. Beta are pretty cool fish. Okay. If you had a beta fish, or several beta fish, what color would it or they be? Um, it would be um, a pinkish red. Okay, a pinkish red. I like that. If you could teach the beta fish to do anything, what would it be? Um, teaching it to do silly things, like, like doing flips like around like a circle. It almost sounds like they could be in the circus doing flips or in gymnastics. Yeah. Okay, so we need to try to create beta fish that are pinkish red. And maybe you're doing gymnastics or something. Something like that? Yeah. Okay, let's just pick one of the fish. Let's pretend you have a favorite fish, even though I know you would never have a favorite. What would you name that fish? It would be Jesse. Jesse, that's a good name. Okay, thank you. You can come sit right here next to me. Hi, scoot on in. What's your name? Scarlet. Scarlet. What is your favorite animal? A bunny. Ooh, I love bunnies. Okay. If you could have a bunny, any color, what would it be? 
Brown. Brown. Okay. And if you could teach the bunny to do something pretty special, what would you teach it to do? Um, to play in flowers. To play in flowers? Okay. Any type of flower that you like? A sunflower. Oh, I love sunflowers. Okay. My last question. What would you name the bunny? Fluffy. Ooh, I like fluffy. I thought you were going to say sunflower, but I like fluffy even better. Okay, thank you very much. You can come have a seat. Okay, look at these cute cat ears. How adorable. Okay. I wonder what animal you might pick. I don't know. Oh, okay. What's your favorite animal? A tiger. Okay. If you could have a tiger, any color, what color would it be? A magenta-ish blue. Magenta-ish blue. That's a pretty big word. Kind of like your ears up here. Okay. A tiger that's magenta-ish blue, what would you teach it to do? A backflip. Do you know how to do a backflip? No. I don't either. That's okay. Okay, so a tiger doing a backflip. Back I think we can do that. What would you name this tiger? Stripes. That's pretty creative. Oh, speaking of stripes, would it just be magenta-ish blue or would it have a second color? No. No second colors. Okay, that's very original. Okay, thank you. Have a seat right over here. We're almost done. You guys are doing great, by the way. Hi, what's your name? Hayden. Hayden. What is your favorite animal? Cats. Okay. If you could have a cat, what color would the cat be? Pink. A pink cat. Okay. If you could teach this cat any trick or special skill, what would you teach it? To talk and do my homework. Oh, man. I was waiting for someone to say an animal to do their homework. That is genius. That's very smart. Is there a certain subject that you would really want the cat to do for you, like math, reading, anything, spelling? Um, math. Okay. So a pink cat doing your homework. What would you name this cat? Sophie. Sophie. Sophie the homework cat. I like that. Okay, thank you. Have a seat right over here. Last but not least, what is your name? Lily. Lily, nice to meet you. If you could have any animal, what would it be? A dog. I should ask you, is that your favorite animal too? Yes. Okay, if you had a dog, what color would it be? Um, it would be red, white, and blue. Red, white, and blue? Like the flag? Mm-hmm. Would it have stars and stripes on it or just be the color? It would just be the color. Okay, I like that. What would you have this dog that's very patriotic do? Play basketball. Ooh, play basketball. Okay, I like that. Do you play basketball? No, but my dad does. Your dad does? Okay, that's pretty cool. Last question. What would you name this patriotic red, white, and blue dog? Cutie. Cutie. Well, I bet it would be a cutie. Okay, thank you. I'm going to have you move over here because we're going to do a goodbye. So these are all of my first grade friends out here at North Ranch. They did a great job today telling me what animal they would pick, the special color, and what they would teach it. So we're going to uh, generate some AI images and get these images sent over to the kids here so they can see how cool technology is and how in PV schools we want to embrace it. This is Sarah with PV Beat on the Street. Until next time, bye. Say bye, guys. Bye. Bye.
Again, you can find all of the images that those North Ranch first graders helped us come up with uh, using AI uh, on the district social media account. Uh, thanks to North Ranch for letting us have a little bit of fun out there. Next up, uh, Kara. Uh, this is kind of a fun thing that you got to do this week. PVB on the street, uh, you got to go out to Shadow Mountain. Yeah, I was able to go out to Shadow Mountain and interview uh, a senior named Georgiana. She is absolutely an awesome student. Um, She's an AI ambassador, and she just talked about how much she loves AI. And she said so so many things about AI that I didn't even know were existed. So it was definitely a great opportunity and definitely good to learn from her what AI is about. Um, So I hope you guys like the interview. Yeah, Sarah, I had the opportunity to listen to this interview while it was being recorded. And there were moments where you forget that this is a high school senior. She is so knowledgeable about AI and and tech, uh, a shining example of, uh, Kara will say it in the interview, a journey of excellence. There's not enough good things to say. One, is it true? I heard she applied to MIT. I mean, she's that smart. She's applied to MIT. She's Mm -hmm. leaps and bounds ahead of... Most people. And not just smarts. Uh, she's applied herself. Part of PV Wit, she's doing extra things. It's amazing. Uh, and you can certainly tell that technology and, and where she's headed on her journey of excellence, uh, she's uh, she's passionate about. I love so, it. So uh, here it is, Kara and PV Beat on the Street. Hi, this is Kara, and I'm here with PVB on the Street at Shadow Mountain High School. Today, I am going to be interviewing... Georgiana. Hi, Georgiana. Thank you so much for being here with me. Hi, everyone. My name is Georgiana Bearfield, and I am a senior at Shadow Mountain High School and my final year of high school. So it's pretty exciting. I'm so glad you're here with us today. Georgiana is the AI ambassador for PVWIT. Tell us a little bit more about what it's like to be the AI ambassador for PVWIT and tell us a little bit more about PVWIT and what that is. So yes, as an AI ambassador here on campus, I work with other teachers, mainly English teachers, and we talk about AI and how it affects the classroom and other solutions of how to integrate AI within the classroom. PVWIT, it's pretty amazing. Um, Honestly, Mr. Billings and Ms. Mincing, they're all great mentors and helpers. I like how we explore different topics each summer over the break like we just really dive in and I think this summer has been the most memorable because of the burst of AI and machine learning and what it all sums up as Mr. Billings would say I know he's gonna like hearing this is that it's all complex machine learning Um, we like to think of it as artificial intelligence but it doesn't yet have that brain of the intelligence. So it's all just complex machine learning. And I think that's the beauty of it because we are able to dive into the complexities of that and even build our own AI models and train them. Wow, that is a wonderful explanation of all that. Um, I just would like to know, how did you get into AI and machine learning? Like what excited you and motivated you to dive deeper into it? Honestly, um, I would thank my um, last year teacher, my junior year teacher, Miss Brown. She actually came to me and asked me, do I know of this AI tool? Because she knows I'm in PVWID and she knows I'm in technology. And she's like, do you know of this tool? And I was like, well, what tool is this? So I had to learn it and explore it myself, which was kind of weird because I'm like, how does it like explain things so perfectly how does it know all of this like knowledge and I was pretty amazed by all that so honestly I would 
thank Miss Brown because she's what really um, pivoted me into that. Just her question and me having um, having to answer a want or to meet a need and figure out, well, what is happening and how can I help my teachers and others with this? Wow, what a wonderful teacher to have. Um, so recently you had the great opportunity to present at the Arizona Department of Education in front of a lot of teachers. Uh, tell us what that was like and what you presented on. Honestly, um, when the opportunity came up, I was a bit nervous, but I just knew I had to do it. You know, of course, they were looking for volunteers and helpers. And I'm like, I have to do it, you know, after all we've done this summer exploring AI and machine learning and even learning about it. I want to put my knowledge and my resources to good use. So honestly, the process was pretty simple. It was pretty easy. We came in and we shared our experiences and it was somewhat similar to this right now. You know, just sharing our experiences with AI and how we've used Use those experiences to help other others and help our district. Wow, what an awesome opportunity for you. Um, do you have any post-secondary plans you'd like to share with us? Yes, I have recently applied for ASU and MIT. I intend on majoring in software development, maybe software engineering with a minor in business. My true goal is to have my own technology business, you know, technical where we're partnering with um, different public sectors like education and even um, in the world, like helping fighting known things like food insecurity and homelessness, things like that. Um, I also want to branch more into education by having my own school where we can learn things like technology and things that's going to benefit and boost the youth of the future. Wow, you have such great goals in mind and we are so thrilled for you and we cannot wait to see where your journey of excellence takes you. So good luck to you. Thank you so much for being here. And this is Kara, PVB on the street. That was so great hearing that again. Um, thank you so much, Georgiana. Um, we are so excited to see where, as I said in the interview, where your journey of excellence takes you. And we hope to talk more about PVWIT on the podcast this semester. It's yes. a really cool program. What a shining example of all the awesome opportunities Shadow Mountain has to offer. Well, I have to say, I really enjoyed this podcast. I like that we had just one theme of artificial intelligence. Pretty cool. But Matt, you know, that's been the podcast today. Um, for more information about the many journeys of excellence, you can visit pvschools.net. You can also find PV Schools on social media by searching at PV Schools. Make sure to support student success by liking, commenting, and sharing. And as always, you can support the pod by rating us on Apple and Spotify and sharing new episodes on social media platforms of your choice. 